Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded Thursday, November 24th. In this week's show, we're going to discuss playing Game Pass games via the cloud from your console and some thoughts on Halo Infinite. My name is Sean Abbott and my awesome guest today is no other than Mr. Justin Masson himself. How are you doing, Mr. Justin? I am doing well, Sean. Thanks for having me. This is my second appearance on Game Pass News. I'm starting to maybe I'm, maybe I'm leaving <laughs> the Nintendo Dad's uh, sweet of podcasts and i'll just come be a permanent third chair with you and nick uh no it's great yeah thank you for having me here today i'm excited to to connect with you another uh european friend uh and uh chat all things xbox because man i'm gonna tell you right now i've got an itching for some xbox and some (laughs) anchoring and uh so i'm glad to be back and having a chat with you as well excellent cool so the top story this week and it is a bit of a slow week, is that you can now play games via the cloud service that Xbox do offer with your Game Pass subscription and your Xbox Gold subscription. Uh, You can play that directly from your console. I believe it is just on the Series X and the Series S at the moment, and I think that's to do with performance abilities and stuff like that at the console. But seeing as you have played a lot of Halo Infinite, basically from the cloud, you haven't got a device that you can download and run it on. Um, How's that going for you? How is the the whole cloud service treating you? Yeah, it's been, it's been really interesting. So I'm, you know, it's kind of fun. Whenever we've talked about, um, you know, we've talked, maybe we'll take a step back, but we've talked about Xbox's strategy, right? And their strategy of kind of being everywhere. Well, and, and how do you capture people who don't have Xboxes, right? Well, I'll tell you, Phil and Uncle Phil, as I call him, right, is doing a <laughs> banger of a job because he has got me two out of the three things that I need to be fully into this ecosystem, right? So first thing I have, I have my Xbox controller, right? Went out and purchased a Xbox controller uh, almost a year ago, actually, uh, right around this time. And now I have Game Pass. So again, for those of you that are listening, like, who's this guy? I don't have an Xbox at all. I don't have a Series S. I don't have a Series X. I want to buy one, but I'm not going to. Because of the fact right now, I say that right now, but there may be a funding goal over on Patreon for Nintendo dads to get just an Xbox. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's Black Friday tomorrow. I know, right? I've looked at that. I was like, oh my gosh, you're killing me here. I think this is really cool. So my entire experience right now via Game Pass has been through the cloud. Uh, I'm running a ThinkPad Lenovo. Uh, what is this? Len- yeah, Lenovo One T four six zero. I don't know if that means so. Someone who's a computer geek is like, oh, I know that <laughs> computer, right? It's essentially like your corporate America computer, right? Um, but I have been running it on on this device. And uh, interestingly enough, when Halo first dropped, and it's interesting the timing of it, you and I were chatting in the pre-show here. When Halo dropped originally, I was like, oh, I'll jump in. I'll play it cloud gaming, cloud streaming. This is fantastic. Not a problem. I love this idea. And I actually put up a video, I think, on the Nintendo Dads channel. And it was like, the performance was really bad. Like, it was, it, you would, you'd, you'd load in all right. And then once you started the match, it was just, as if almost like every... Every couple of feet, it was as if this line came down from the top of the screen and it was like it was like readjusting everything. Yeah, and see, it, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I've had that same experience from the console. So let's go. Uh, I'll okay. come back to that later. But yeah, that's really good. And I, and I was like, this is it, it was almost like it was like bringing in the frames and then like ironing them out, if that makes any sense. Like it was like, here's it the was original like, pixel. It was like old school, like tube television. You know, sometimes yeah. like, if you didn't get the signal quite right. You'd have this line that repeats down every now and then. Yeah. And so I found, I found that really, really jarring. Um, And so I was like, "Hmm, maybe, and I was like, maybe my laptop isn't strong enough to do this. Now, in theory, that should be a false statement because it's cloud-based, right? Everything. As long as I can run a browser, which I can, I should be able to do it. And I'm like my internet, like literally Sean, I'm at my desk. My internet hub is on my foot. Like it's at the bottom, (laughs) like, it has got a foot and a half to go between it. So I'm like, it's, it should be that, that should be it. Right now it's, it's a, we'll get to that later. So I thought this is interesting, not a great experience. And I thought, well, maybe it was the game, right? Maybe it's halo, maybe cause it's a first person shooter, right? There's a lot more, it's loads into it as opposed to something that may be very stationary and very static, like something like 12 minutes, right? Not necessarily stationary and static, but not a lot of action, not a lot yeah, of movement. You, you've not got the, the variance of so many people moving around in the same. Yeah. Circle. I don't, I don't have eight players coming in on a, on a multiplayer stream. It's not, you know, all this. So I thought maybe it was that what I then did was I was like, wait a second. 
And I actually, it was reminding me actually, when you had Luke Lore on last week and Luke said, Hey, it's available. And he said, he was mentioning playing it on his iPad. And I was like, Oh, wait a second. So I went, grabbed my iPad. I have like an iPad air second edition connected my Xbox controller within a matter of moments, super easy. And I jumped in, was playing Halo uh, Infinite on my iPad using my uh, Xbox controller. And that was smooth. Like, I was like, oh, this is this is perfect. Again, so I'm assuming it's my laptop, right? So I'm like, all right, awesome. Did this a couple more times. Yeah, it's a great experience. Loving it. There are some weird things I've had with it on the iPad where all of a sudden the screen will go black for like two seconds. And it's, and it's not like I died. It was just like, it will just go black. And you're like, oh, what's going on here? And I've had some issues where the audio isn't coming through on my iPad. Now it's very well possible. I need to turn my iPad off and reboot it. That's a possibility, <laughs> um, right? Could be that. But that I that experience was really, really smooth. Uh, so I was pretty impressed with that. And then uh, today, actually, just before we recorded, I jumped in for some more Halo matches. Again, this time I was using my, my, uh, my, my ThinkBook here, my desktop, my laptop here. And it was an incredibly different experience. It was, it was the buttery smooth, like one for one connection of my eye, you know, of my controller movement to what I'm seeing on the screen. I had like one moment out of two or three matches where there was a little bit of a glitch and you could feel it. Like it just kind of glitched for one second. Um, but that was it. But the rest of it was absolutely smooth. So it definitely feels like if, if you're talking about last week or, or, or earlier this week, when Xbox kind of rolled out, like, Hey, this is now available to a lot more people. I yeah. suspect by doing that, they kind of had to make server room, open it up, maybe, maybe put some more juice behind it. And it definitely feels as a person who's using that platform to connect, you could feel it all of a sudden. You're like, oh, now I'm engaged into it, right? So I thought it was, uh, I think this is a great move. So let me ask you this again, because I'm not an Xbox owner. So you have a couple of options, right? So say you're using the Series S. I ask these questions. Like a man who might buy a Series S. So that's why I'm going to ask this question. <laughs> yeah. Have you, and just on the back of that, did you see the thing? To, just, hello. My but, Siri uh, just went off. Kept thinking Siri was Series S. Um, so on the back of that, Black Friday tomorrow, uh, did you see what Jesse put in the Discord about the Rocket League and Fortnite Edition Series S console that's coming out as a bundle? No. <laughs> now I know you play a lot of uh, Fortnite, and I like yeah. me some Rocket League. I'm a, so. I'm a, I'm a weak man, is what I am. <laughs> I'm a weak, weak man. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Not a bad yeah, price no. for for that no. as a bundle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so let me ask you this question, then, so I so I understand better. So if I have a series or someone has a series S and obviously the game is available via game pass, you can download it. Right. And obviously that's yep. probably the better way to play because it's downloaded. Right. It's not relying on anything. Can you both download it at the same time and also be playing on the cloud beta or on that the cloud? See that I haven't tried yet. Um, I played, a, it's like, we'll, we'll get to that. I played a couple of games this week, two of which I played via the cloud service. Mm. Um, one of them was my friend Pedro, which ran great on the Switch. I played the mobile version. I played the console version, but not via the cloud. And I had the whole line coming down. It it, it was blurry every now and then, but that could be my internet connection. Mm -hmm. yeah, I am hardwired to the router, but I'm on an estate that's still being developed, people mm -hmm. are still connecting on and off. So there's always that issue there. Um. And I felt as if the game sometimes was going slower than I remember playing it previous. So oh, what I'm going okay. to do next week is I'm going to download it and run it again and kind of see if I can do a comparison. So I'm going to do a couple of game captures first before I download it. And then I will try and play it cloud-based while downloading. Mm -hmm. See how that goes. I can't see why you wouldn't be able to do that other than yeah. your bandwidth. Yeah. So I know I then went from playing... Uh, the other game that I was going to play to play in Forza and streaming a little bit of Forza at the same time. And it came up and told me that a certain game could not be, a, a game could not be streamed. I think that's because I was running, it was on quick resume via the cloud um, mm. for the other game. So, yeah, I, there's, it's new and I only spotted it literally two, yesterday 
And I thought, oh, okay, okay I'll give I'll give that a run. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's really interesting, right? And 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 for and again, this goes back to that strategy, that their strategy, which is we want anyone to be able to play wherever, how like they want to remove all those barriers of entry. So if a $300, $350, $600, wherever you're located console is is a barrier let's remove that right and and also if your experience on cloud and you're like me you're only playing cloud and you're like oh this isn't great xbox doesn't want that to be a be an okay experience they want that to be a stellar experience because if it's a stellar experience you'll stay longer right Exactly. It's like if you're having if you're having fun at the bar having fun at the pub you know you have you, you'll stay longer and if you're staying longer Ladies and gentlemen, the drinks are pouring, the pints are going, you're spending <laughs> more money. It's happy hour. That's that's what it's happy hour, comes. right? Yeah. And game that's what is, the game, game pass, pass in the cloud is happy hour. That's what they exactly. want. Exactly. And they want you to stay longer, right? And if you can, can I offer you the expensive bottle of Chardonnay with your 25 cent <laughs> wings today? Right? That's really what they want to be doing. And I, I've kind of joked this before. Like I am two-thirds of what Phil wants, right? I have an internet connection. I'm interested in your games. I have friends who are playing it and you're making it accessible. Um, I think the other really smart move, especially when we talk about Halo Infinite, is it's free to play, right? Like, man, you know that the free to play model hits, right? You know, um, uh, (laughs) well, we've seen it. Fortnite, Pug, Pug B, yeah, uh, Warzone, Fortnite. You, you have go. all I have all these things. So if you're like, oh, I can I can play on my laptop or I can play the friends, right? Cool, awesome. Oh, all I need to do is buy a buy a controller. I I can spend sixty dollars and I can play online with you. Oh, cool. Oh, what's this thing? Game Pass? What is this? Oh, okay. I'll spend I'll do three months of this, right? You pop it in or whatever, and all of a sudden now you forget it's an auto renew. Yeah, right. You're that's exactly how they get you and how they want to get you. And the other side of that is the I think it's uh is it Walmart over there? Or target, I can't remember which one it was. I currently got a really good deal for like twenty three dollars for. Yeah, I was so. I was out and about today. Actually, it's interesting. I was getting some uh, shopping done for for the holiday season as well, and I had read a, uh, an article here, an ad or something that Game Pass in Canada was running alt, alt, ultimate was like thirty dollars for three months. So that's ten dollars a month. Where normally it's seventeen a month. I was like, banger, I'll go do that. Right. Like that's exactly. So I was like, I was like, I don't even own an Xbox and now I'm going to go buy three months of game pass. Like what is going on in my life? Because that's exactly what they want you to do. Um, I think it's a great strategy for sure. Isn't it? And it's working really well because Mm -hmm. like we have more, there's more and more people in the community that you guys and Nintendo does have created that are slowly coming across to the Xbox side of things and are playing it because it's available. It's cheap. It's cheap. And you don't need to buy the console to play the majority yeah. of the games that are on Game Pass. There is a few on there so like um, that, that won't run, generally due to the size, but they work. And it's yeah. great. And, they, and, and if you're not playing it on a 4K TV like I am and you're not expecting it, great things because you're running it through a console that should be able to handle it fantastically, if you are playing it through... A thinkbook or through your mm-hmm. iPad, and you are going to expect a little bit of frame rate drop every now and then. Mm-hmm. You are going to expect a little bit of bugs and issues because you—it's a cloud-based service. It's not fantastic. You, if you load YouTube up, you're going to have to buffer sometimes. So, yeah, you—you you get that, and you pay. You, yeah, you, they're doing really well with it, and that is only emphasizes that they're going to try and push it to further things. So, if you can get that dongle with an app, plug it into yeah. your TV. Instant connectivity I, to your controller. Yeah, I really think, and I know that again, we had a conversation with this before. I I think, and I and I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, that's like like Phil has said that. His state, and I and I, you know, him and I are tight that way. That's why I call him Phil. <laughs> uh right. He has stated if I remember and Sean, if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure he has said that that is their next next objective is to do a dongle, right? Circ yeah. uh ala stadia, right? And I mean that you you price that at like hundred bucks and that includes a controller that includes the dongle and three um, months of of game pass you're done have you got a fire stick uh, i do have a fire stick yes i do i was like do i uh, yes i do so how much did you pay for your fire stick my fire stick was 40 dollars canadian 
so it was i think over here it was 35 and i got the 4k one and i, I yep. got that on sales so it was cheap so it should have been like 50 something and it's the it's outweighed we we've got sky so we killed last sky subscription has been killed completely down to other than the formula one package because i can't yep. go around the formula one and yeah, i can't yeah. get that anywhere else so you know sky kind of got me by the short and curly for that um yeah but that's it we, we don't run anything else. I don't use terrestrial TV, so I don't watch BBC. Mm-hmm. Like for the UK, we've got BBC One, Two, right? Yeah. Don't watch. We literally just binge watch box sets on Netflix and Amazon Prime. You're not run, you're not running a dodgy box, are you there, Sean? <laughs> no, no, no. We've I pay I all pay right, my right, monthly right. subscriptions because you know I share it. So my dad's got well, the only way I'm dodgy with it is and don't tell anybody that everybody that uh, everyone in my family lives in my house. So like my dad, Ab- my my wife's mum. Yeah. My wife's sister. We all live in the same house. You know, it, it's the it's England. It's what we do. <laughs> we were we were running we were running a dodgy box uh, over when we lived in Ireland. Actually, we had a guy guy at work happened to be able to secure us some, so that that helped <laughs> us a bit. We were running on Amazon. We were on on Amazon Prime, Netflix, and a dodgy box is how we were running our life uh, yeah, for sure. Cody, the old school one. Yes. Oh yeah, Cody's good. Right. So, <laughs> but no, but no. Like so that that has taken over our TV. We have a dongle that sits in the back of the TV. Yeah. It's powered off. So I think it's actually powered off my Xbox because <laughs> because yeah. because it's always in standby. So it's a constant USB power supply. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's it. I, so so if they can do that, if they can do a dongle that obviously it's going to need external power because it's going to be running like the Fire Stick, 4K UHD. You want it to do that. You don't want it to be. 1080 it's minimum yeah. or it's maximum sorry so it doesn't take much to do it they're not bad priced and okay yeah so 40 pound for the dongle 60 pound for the controller 100 pound altogether and you can play chuck in three months free game pass because yeah. you purchased it boom they've, they've you're done still, yeah yeah it's it's interesting too and i also think like what the you know and i believe there was an announcement Again, this may, maybe it was Stadia that did this. It might have been Stadia. All LG TVs that were produced effective 2020, 2020 were having the Stadia launcher built into their app store. So you were able. So all I'm saying is like there are so there's so many smart TVs already have these launchers built into it. And to your point, like Fire Sticks and Apple TV, all these app stores built into your screens. All, all Microsoft's got to do is roll up to any of these places yeah. with a dump truck of money like they have and be like, Apple, how, how we play in this? How we play in yeah. this, Tim Cook? Do you want me just, do you want to just write the zeros or do you want me to write the zeros? And we're going to put it right on your launcher, right on your app store. And it is a boom, right? Like that is, that is the next barrier is, is it, is it, is it needs to be, I need to be able to pick up my controller off of my, you know, right beside my couch, hit the button and it just like, zoom automatically turns on the xbox symbol and you're in yep the the other thing i'm thinking and now because you because you mentioned it anything that can handle an app apple probably won't do it because you know apple what apple's like with third parties yeah. well but in all fairness i mean like microsoft just i mean they did the they did the workaround with it right yeah. like you can you go onto you go onto their page on the Safari. on the ipad and it says they're like hey Thanks for being here. You should install this on your home screen and you literally <laughs> press it. It goes to your home screen and well, that, it, and it has the launcher. That's where I'm going next with this is mm-hmm. it works through a browser. So Xbox mm-hmm. could, could quite easily market it in a way where, okay, you don't want the most ultimate experience of 4k. Boom, boom, boom. You just want to be able to play anywhere. Go through your browser on your smart TV, your fire stick, your Apple TV and install this browser. Yeah. There you go. You're done. All they need to do is be able to drop a bit of coding for the Bluetooth controller recognition. And you've got your millions of people with a Fire Stick yeah. Apple TV. You've got some, somebody somewhere's always got some kind of dongle attached to the TV. Yeah. Go. And it's, and it's interesting because I think that like what, what Xbox is doing is getting into the cloud gaming space. That's, I mean, that's what they're doing, but they're not getting the same level of hatred and anger as something like Luna or Stadia. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and it's this weird, it's this weird idea of like, they're going to, they're dabbling in this other pool, but they're, but they're like, Oh, but, but Hey, sure. Look at, we've got the console. You can go get the yeah. console. We're a console manufacturer that's where you know and it's like oh i see what you're doing there um and it's really interesting i would love and i mean 
memory serves again, Sean, they're, Microsoft isn't one to share numbers. They they do um, their their metrics right now is subscription, I believe. Right. Yes. That'll be an interesting interesting metric to watch. I'm very interested to watch it, especially from the business perspective. Um, after the launch of Halo. Yeah. Right. How I mean, many I mean, people are like, I wasn't jumping in. Now you've got Halo. What does that subscription model look like? And what's the long term? Like, like Halo is the thing that hooks them. What makes them stay? And, and I mean, there is a, there is an idea of like, well, they just forgot to turn off the auto renew. That's one way they stay. Right. Um, but you want to, you want people to be advocates and evangelists for your brand. So what are you providing them after Halo? That's like, this is an amazing experience that you can only get here um, to keep, keep them in. That's, that's the other thing. You've, you've got to think two of the biggest IPs that, that Microsoft have dropped via Xbox is Forza and Halo this year. And they're both yeah. free to play via your Game Pass subscription. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay Do you think- £50 pound for the game when it's free to play via your ten ninety nine or 11 99 or 17 99 yeah. Canadian a month if you've got Game Pass. You could just, there you go. Yeah. Do you think them dropping fours in Halo so close was a bad idea? No, because it's a clear divide. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that do like your driving games. There's a lot of people that do like your first person shooters. Those two groups never very rarely overlap. I'm mm-hmm. one of those people that overlap. I mm-hmm. quite enjoy my first person shooters, but not all the time. But then I really do enjoy my driving games. So right. But then again, not all the time. So it depends mood takes. But I know that my dad has been heavy on Forza, even though mm-hmm. he's a, usually a Warzone kind of guy. And is, uh, so he's down for his first person shooters. Well, my brother hasn't even touched Halo. and He's completely mm-hmm. Forza. So, yeah, it's, it's a split divide, a clear split divide. If you had something that was like, if they had a version of Grand Theft Auto, let's say, that was mm-hmm. kind of theirs and they were trying to develop that, if they dropped that at the same time as Halo or Forza, that would have been a big mistake because right. it's, it blurs the line too much. This is a clear mm-hmm. divide. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's 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 really it's really fascinating to see to see what they're doing with it. Um, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's great. Like I you know I love the fact that um, you know I have the ability like I could jump in and play with you in a, in a match, right? I have another friend. He's only an Xbox guy. I can jump in and play with him really easily. Like there's it just. Again, the barrier to entry is just so accessible, yeah. um, and I think and I think that's fantastic. And I'm seeing that when I'm playing Forza, because I know Tim's PC only, and then Hambo mm-hmm. and Johnny is PC only. But yeah. I know Nick's got a Series S. So when I'm driving, when I'm driving on doing a race, I-, I can see their driver tasks, and I'm trying to beat them. And it's like, well, I know two of them don't own an Xbox, but yeah, I can still try and beat their times and beat their scores. So it's really good like that. It's kind of it. It's a very good social aspect as well because it is bringing more and more gamers together in the fact that some gamers do have the far five hundred pounds to spend on the console, where other gamers don't because they run a really nice PC and that's you know they're interested in different consoles and different platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's you know and I you know I, I was talking to somebody, somebody was saying recently that like the idea would be that you know you, you used to say it used to be. X, you know, used to be Xbox and PlayStation, and Nintendo was your was your <laughs> other console. Yeah, Nintendo right? was the was the dirty little secret. But you know, yeah, you kind of... right. And and I think that now what we're seeing is it's kind of like whatever your whatever your primary is, Nintendo, PlayStation, your other is is Xbox, right? Or or your primary is Xbox, right? But like Xbox is part of that. Like they just want to just be part of that conversation in it, like. It's kind of like, hey guys, I want I want to be at the party, but like any party's cool. I'll just be, you know, like <laughs> like it's they're they're really kind of taking in a lot of ways. I would kind of say the Apple ID uh, or the idea of like that the microtransaction, the small things, right? And everyone kind of laughed when Steve Jobs there was like, oh, ninety nine cents is you know um, music, and there are people like ninety nine cents. What are you kidding me, right? And they're like. Yeah, guess what happens when like a billion people click 99 cents? <laughs> yeah, right. That's a lot. Of, you're you're like, oh, damn, right? Like all of a sudden this becomes real. And so that's really what they're doing. They're look, they're they play, they're playing the numbers, looking at the spectrum all across it. Um, the other thing that I have I have found as a I'm going to use the statement of like 
fringe Xbox user is the word I'm going to use here, primarily as Nintendo. This week, a great example, Death's Door came to the Nintendo Switch. And I was like, cool, but I know that was an Xbox. Uh, it was on Xbox Game Pass earlier this year, right? And that was where I heard a lot of buzz about it. I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I was like, should I just play it on Game Pass? Right? I was like, well, Game Pass costs me X. This game costs me Y. I could, you know, like I could pay <laughs> two months of Game Pass for the cost of this one game. And then later this week or earlier this week, I don't know if you, if you knew, Sean, 12 Minutes has been announced coming to the Nintendo Switch as well, which was, yeah. again, another Xbox game. Right has done really and well. Cause a lot of traction. So, mm-hmm. so we're seeing a lot of this. Like, do where do you spend that money? Yep. Right, and, and that's where it falls. Like in our in our community, and I say our community on the community, you guys that you've now let me and Nick play around. It's, in, your, it's your community um, as well, sir. It's kind of like we talk about twelve minutes and how great this game is, and there's anybody who subscribes to the one dollar mark in your for your Patreon gets that access to this good can also see that conversation and they can and if they don't own an xbox or are interested in playing game pass or anything like that they kind of then see the drop of 12 minutes is coming to the switch and it's like oh i can now play that game these guys were on about was absolutely awesome but Mm -hmm. i have to spend the money so yeah it's great it's good for small developers it's good for indie developers it's good for game developers in general where you can kind of you know people are getting hold of the game at different platforms but inevitably they've either seen somebody play on xbox heard somebody play on xbox or have already played it on xbox yeah yeah the ability to kind of pick and choose where you want to go i think is i think is really fascinating uh for sure there's a lot of times where there's there's like an indie game or a small developer game come out on the nintendo and nick will tell me like we're constantly in the background when we run me and nick talk i like every day unless he's really busy like if he's got family and stuff like that at the moment, that's why he's not here. Um, we will talk daily and it'll be about all sorts. So like, and he'll say to me, oh, this game's dropped on the Nintendo. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Do you think that you know, that would run really well on the Xbox? And we, we kind of like both go, it'll probably come out on Game Pass in three months. I'm going to wait. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. okay, so, so what Microsoft have done is then robbed Nintendo of a, of a purchase or a sale because we know with our subscription, it might come out and it does. So, and it goes yeah. the other way. So 12 minutes. Well, that, well, that is, ex- that is exactly it, right? Like I pulled, I pulled the, I pulled the trigger on death's door. Um, as soon as it launched, like I was like, and boom, there we go. It's preloaded. I'm just gonna go back to work now. Right. And, uh, and it was interesting though, but, but I did that because of a couple things, right? One of them was the portability of the switch, right? I can just take it with me. So I've got, I don't need that internet connection. Right. I love gaming on the switch. And then the other part of it is that like, I've heard the buzz of that community of people on Xbox, right? Of people are like at yeah, death's door, 12 minutes, these are things you need to pick up. So it's like, then I want to support that developer in a different way also too. So there's this kind of really real pick and uh, kind of battle around it. The other part of it I find interesting, I think especially for indies is it really feels like for indies, the Xbox and Nintendo Switch or the Nintendo has the Nintendo. I don't know why I say the Nintendo, but Nintendo <laughs> has really become that that bread and butter spot for indies, yeah, right? Don't where see the most with PlayStation. A couple of generations ago, you know, I think PlayStation was like, we're the home of indies. And now I'm like, you're the home of really expensive games. Like, that's, the, <laughs> yeah. that's what that's you're that. the home of right now. And, and at one point I did have an Xbox One S and a PS4 Pro and a Switch. And I, I sold the PS4 because yeah. th- there wasn't the, the the amount of games that came out that were cheap or free was rubbish. Um, yeah. So yeah, I got I got rid of it. I mean, Nintendo is the system that I will buy a game on. So like I bought today, Shining Pearl. Yeah. Um. But again, I did that because I had I said some trading credit with game. I had. Uh, I had Pokemon Sword, which I would played to the point that I wasn't going to play anymore, so I traded that in. So I got mm-hmm. Pearl for like ten pounds. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But Nothing wrong with that. I, I still bought the game where yep. I haven't bought a game on the Xbox for a long time because yeah. I've got Game Pass. I mean, I pulled the trigger and get a Forza, the premium bundle because we could play it then for extra life but yeah. then turned out that we hadn't played it enough to be able to play multiplayer for extra life so you know they, they made 30 pound out of me there quite easy but what do you you know and, I, and i've thought i've thought about this a little bit before as i kind of thought about this more and more 
this cost value analysis to Game Pass, right? And whether it's owning the console or owning just the subscription, right? Five years from now, you're the Xbox Series S or X is done. They're bringing the next the next uh, stovetop stuffing kind of uh, device that they're going to use, right? Uh, who knows what it's going to be? Um, and you have nothing physically other than the device and the controller, right? You vested, you know, $400 in the console. You've, you've been paying for this subscription, but you don't have anything anymore, Right. How does that land with you? Like, like I, I don't know why there's, and I don't, and we've talked about this before in the show. I don't know why, but gaming, it feels like gaming, there's a different mentality in regards to the physical ownership of something. Yeah. And I've, and I've, I have come to like resolve with, listen, I don't own CDs anymore. I don't own DVDs. These are all things I'm okay with. Yeah. And but, you can walk, and, and we walk, like me and the wife were saying the other day, we were walking around HMV Star. It, like it's, it was a rarity to see one on the high street. So we went in and we had to walk around and like the shelves were absolutely rammed with CDs and DVDs. And we're walking around thinking we wouldn't pay this. I wouldn't pay $11.99 for a CD mm-hmm. now because I pay £16 a month for my family pass to Spotify. Yeah. And at, at the amount of music I now churn through, if I was to buy every album I listen to, I, you know, it cost me like £100, £200 a month. And I'd forever be changing. So like it's that dip and dip and dabble style routine as well. Do do you think then that Game Pass and the service that it offers dilutes or changes the value proposition of a game? Because I'm just I'm just using I'm just kind of using your example there, right? The services diluted the value. So would that be the same case here as well, then potentially? Um, yes, there is there is yeah. Definitely. There is certain games that when they do come out, I would buy them physical because I like to have the physical copy. That mm-hmm. would have been Call of Duty Vanguard. That would be one game that I would pro- probably because I know in 12 months time, it'll hold its money a little bit. I can trade it in for the next one. Where if you pull the trigger digitally in 12 months when the next one comes out, so next November when the new one comes out, that one is worth absolutely bugger all to you because nobody's going to be, well, not as many people are going to be playing it. So. I think the only time that ever had a, a change around was Black Ops. I think when Black Ops 2 came out, everybody went like the cost of Black Ops secondhand went up by like tenfold. It was just ridiculous. You mm-hmm. couldn't find it anywhere mm-hmm. for less than the, the original price of the game. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that it is. It's going to make it very difficult to sell a physical copy, especially for things like Xbox. I mean, I know... People who own a Nintendo, and I only know this from the, the disco community again, is that most people that own a Nintendo like to collect the memorabilia. They like to collect mm-hmm. the games because they like having them on display. They like the, the library aspect of things. Where for me, I think I own two Xbox games physically. And one, I think one of them is my dad's anyway. I think I've got Division yeah. 2, and that's my dad's disc, not mine. And Call of Duty modern warfare and that's it yeah i definitely i kind of definitely agree that i feel like the nintendo community in general is much more physical driven physical based and i don't know if there's this association of like memory back to holding the nes cartridges and that like the super nintendo cartridges or the super famicom cartridges i don't know if there's some like deep-rooted baked-in nostalgia for that um and you know, PlayStation and Xbox just don't have that same history. And I don't, I like, I don't know, but I agree that like Nintendo fans are very like, here is my collection, right? Yeah. You have, I have to display this. I have to show it. I have to have all the, the memorabilia and the things associated with it, where it feels like, you know, things like Xbox, Google Stadia, right. Are living in the space of like kind of this futuristic place of like, you know, we don't need to be physical, right? We don't need to be these things. Um, so it's it's interesting. And I think to your point, it, it just begins to change the dynamic pricing of something. Right. Yeah. And I think that I think that your access to it, something digitally also changes dynamic pricing. I was talking before, right, in the pre-show. That like uh, Stadia is having a big two-year sale this year, or, uh, this week, and uh, right around Black Friday. How convenient! Um, <laughs> and and I had a ten-dollar credit, and they had 
um, Watchdog Legion on for ten dollars, and I was like, sixty dollar game. I will be yeah, in Canada. It's eighty. I was like, I will pay ten dollars for that. Sure, right under normal circumstances, I wouldn't. But then I'm like, it's a digital game, and and then there's this like. There's this piece in my brain that like, if all of a sudden Stadia gets wiped off the map tomorrow, am I okay that I've only lost $10? There's a cost risk analysis to your potential value proposition that you're like, yeah, I'm okay with that, right? And so my, my question of it is like, at the end of five or six years with uh, Game Pass, right? And you're looking to retire the Xbox Series S and X, are you okay to say, I have spent... 700 800 euros and i have nothing to own other than a box essentially <laughs> right um yeah. so i'm just curious um yeah and and you can only look at that with backwards compatibility that's the only way I'll, i will reference this is with backwards compatibility original xbox games do not play on the series x 360 games do not play on the series x the xbox one would go back to Xbox 360 and Xbox 360 did play some, not many, and it was a very choice few, original Xbox games. So even if you want to go physically, there's only so much you can play going back unless you still own the console. Mm -hmm. Now, most people, when you get a new, like for me, as soon as I knew that the Xbox Series X was on its way in the post, I'd taken pictures, I'd uploaded them to Facebook to sell. I had sold it within 24 hours. And the day that my Series X dropped through the front door, the 1S was transferred over to the Series X, boxed up, and the guy came and picked it up that afternoon. So yeah. there you go. It, it was like, get out the door. I don't need you anymore. See you later. Take the Yeah, the, 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 the uh, you know, I was joking before, like Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You is not playing. You're just like, get out, <laughs> right? Yeah, You're done here. It. You're done. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't bother me because I can always dip back. That's the thing. If I, mm -hmm. I load my, I've have maybe 11 or 12 games on the dashboard at any time on the Xbox due to the fact that most of them are absolutely huge. Um, like 125 gig for Farza, not including the DLCs that's coming out later next year. Um, but if you look in the library, just hundreds of games. There's games that I've claimed with Xbox games with gold that I thought that's a decent game to have for absolutely free, but I've never played it. It's just there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And because it's digitally, it's easier to go backwards compatible than it is mm -hmm. with a disc and having to read it and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah, I don't, I don't feel bad at all that I've spent like this year. It's like 11 99 a month, 12 months, 150 pound this year is just being spent on a subscription service. Yeah. But, I have Netflix. Uh, you pay yearly for Amazon Prime. We've got yep. Disney Plus, yeah. Spotify. And I don't feel bad for those either because it's kind of like I use that service so much and I can yeah. go back to it. I can shop and change between what I want to play, what I want to listen to, what I want to watch. It doesn't bother me. Where yeah. physically, like if you, you just said there, Watch Dogs, Legion, Watch Dogs Legions, you got it for $10. That's amazing. It, it's an $80 game. You've got it for $10. You don't mind losing ten dollars if you if you lost ten dollars out of your wallet, you'd be like, oh, God, I've lost ten dollars, but it's ten dollars. Somebody else somewhere is going to have a good day because they found it. Yeah. But you're not going to be too bothered about losing that in the long run. Where if you'd have bought a physical copy of this of this game for Stadia and Stadia is like, right, that's okay. Now our servers are shut down. You can't actually boot up the system to do this because you've got to shake hands because it is an internet based system. You'd have been like, well, I'm, I'm annoyed. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I think you're right. Like, I mean, I you know, you're 100 correct, right? I as we mentioned before, I I'm streaming everything. I don't have a music collection anymore. It's all Apple Music, right? I I have every streaming TV platform, right? We don't buy movies. Like, it's 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 interesting the just the way that we've already moved ourselves. I like I I I don't disagree with it, and, I, and you know, out of out of the entire community, the Nintendo dads, I'm the one who kind of advocates for the cloud the most and cloud <laughs> gaming, and I get a lot of shit on for it. I will tell you that, but I believe that somebody has to push that ball, right? I believe that that the industry will evolve and needs to evolve, and I think Stadia, I think Xbox, I think these are all examples of of the industry evolving, and um. 
you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting to, to think about just the, just the dynamic pivot and change that Xbox has done to this. To, yeah, they've, to, they've, defi- to, they've definitely kicked it up a gear. This, yeah. they, they, and it's been a really slow process. Like I remember getting Game Pass four or five years ago when like it was, yeah, I paid a pound for the first three months and then it was three ninety nine a month after that. Yeah. And yeah, I paid it. I didn't think about it. I just paid it. And I was like, and, and I was thinking about this the other week. I was like, because I was looking back at like how long I'd had Xbox Gold. I've had Xbox Gold for 17 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've been in Microsoft's pocket for a long time. As, as yeah. long as I've been, <laughs> been able to pay my own way, I've had a subscription to Xbox Gold. And um, it's like, I, I can't remember it happening. I can, I can just kind of, oh, Xbox Game Pass. Oh, cool the system, this subscription service. And I looked at the games. I was like, there's a couple of games I'll play. I'll, I'll chuck a pound at that for a few months and I'll remember to, yep. to cancel the renewal. Didn't cancel the renewal. And now here we are paying 11.99 a month, <laughs> maybe four or five <laughs> years later and doing a podcast. about Doing a podcast solely based on it. Phil has got you deep in his pocket. He has. And it, that, that moment four or five years ago was a pivotal turn for Microsoft. They, they yep. started the ball rolling well before Stadia and Luna were even like thought about. That was that was it. They just did it. They they went out, they did it, they 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 kind of just and I wonder at what point Stadia and Luna kind of looked at what Xbox were doing with Game Pass and thought, you know, this is going in the right direction. We need to jump on this quick before they kind of own that market completely. We need to be battling with them at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I mean I don't, you know, I don't I mean, you're you're looking at Microsoft, Amazon, and Google. It's not like they have a lack of money to have that fight. <laughs> no, right? um, I don't believe that Stadia has made its case as solid as it needs to in regards to in regards to that. But um, I think they'll eventually. I think they may find their way. But Microsoft has just set the precedent, the bar so high that you're like, it's. I don't. I don't know how anyone competes with that idea. No. So. and they've done and they've done it so gradual that it's took. It's definitely took Sony and, and Nintendo by surprise because Nintendo is slowly getting into it now with his, with the ability to have N64, SNES, and NES games. That's a yeah. very slow process with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, online. Nintendo's taken like what I would call like 2007 approach to their <laughs> online strategy, and it's and it's killer as a Nintendo fan. But they also know that nostalgia for them nostalgia sells, so they know yeah. they've got. They've got no chance of competing with Microsoft with the games that they can do, but they're like, well, we know people really like our old stuff. We know that the likes of me and you guys in the late 30s to 40s, that age bracket, are going to go absolutely crazy for the being, being able to play N64 games or SNES games. They, they yeah. just know. And I've played every single one that's there to play because, you know, yeah. I can. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So... Going on to what I've been playing, I think mean, we kind of hit it a lot that I played a lot of Forza this week. I played a lot of Halo this week. Um, my friend Pedro, I played via the cloud. I love that game. The fact that you're kind of helping a crazy talking banana and shooting people in bullet time. It was just it was Why a not? mad game. Mad game to play. I enjoyed it. Um, and I'll probably do a stream of it at some point next week because you know it is a it's a fun game to play. It's interesting. The other one I played, and I and I I pointed this out to my daughter because I know how much she hates spiders. Is kill it with fire. I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is basically a spider hunting and killing simulator where you start off with nothing but a notepad, which gives you your, your objectives on, and you can use that notepad to squash spiders. You nice. then quick, quickly get hold of a tin of hairspray with a lighter tape to it, and you can set fire to everything. <laughs> basically, everything in the house can burn. Um, as well as the spiders. And then you get a revolver, you move on to a shotgun, um, nice. but eventually you can get to a ninja throwing status. It's a really simple first-person like sandbox-style game where you squash spiders. And it was a good laugh. I played 20, 25 minutes of it, and I thought it was hilarious. Um, so, yeah, that's basically how I've been playing. Um, Xbox-wise, have you been playing anything else other than... Halo. Halo. Uh, I I get I it was I had to have the my uh, tire which tires put on my vehicle yesterday and so I brought my iPad with me um, and I thought I'm sure look at we'll play some Xbox games on my iPad will we and uh, 
I was at the auto shop uh, on their Wi-Fi, so that may have also been a problem. Uh, but I decided to boot up uh, Sea of Thieves and do the tutorial. And so I was, I there I was waiting to get my tires changed. I was playing on my i playing on my iPad, playing the touch version of Sea of Thieves. I will tell you, it did not run well. <laughs> um, no. But I do believe that is most likely the internet connection and not the problem with uh, with um, the platform. But I'll also say I, I quickly remembered why I don't do a lot of online, like uh, playing games on my phone, because I don't like the analog with the thumbs, not having that physical thing. It doesn't feel right. The pressure, the movement. And it, and it being an overlay as well, not being able to see everything all the time. Yeah. Especially in CFAs when you need to be able to see everything all the time. Yeah, that was exactly it. So I was like, this experience is cool. I like what you're going for. I like the idea behind this, but this is not for me. I probably should have chosen something like 12 minutes, which was, I believe, also <laughs> touch compatible. Uh, but no, those were, I mean, those, yeah, those were the games. I, I'm enjoying Halo. It's having a great time. Uh, a couple of things I, I'm going to say about it so quickly to get into matches. Like there is almost yes. no load and wait time, which is great. The matches are quick. The variety is great. I find the map designs, the level designs are really dynamic, right? A lot of nice levels, a lot of different, you know, uh, areas to come around. Good weapon choice. Uh, your respawns are quick. Uh, it, it it does exactly what it needs to, to be a shooter, um, which I think is, is, is really great. So I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I, think I know, it's, I I know, I know Nick's on the fence at the moment, and that's because he, he doesn't enjoy PvP style first person shooters. Yeah. Um, he likes them when there's a group of people that he knows that are playing them, but to kind of won the the masses, he, he's never really a big fan of it. Um I enjoy it apart from oddball, like and you still can't mm-hmm. deselect which matches you don't want to play, which is really if you're in because I can go in and end up playing six games of our ball in a row. And that's my kind of like the time that I've had to play the Xbox done. Um, but I don't think they're going to do that ability. is not going to be able to drop until it's actually released on the 8th of December next month. So yeah, yeah I'm kind of in and out. Um, not as, not so much heavy into it as I would be because I can't select the matches. So sure. That makes sense. It's great. So, and cause I know we're, uh, We've got some time left, but not a right lot before you have to go on and sure. about your business for the day. So I will move yeah, yeah. into the breaking news, which is everything that's yeah. out this week. Um, Dear Simulator, Nick streamed this, and I think I need to have a sit-down conversation with him because it wouldn't have been a game that I chose to stream. I, yep. watched his, I watched his stream, and I watched the YouTube video of it back as well, and that game just looks like Goat Simulator, but not as well-polished. Mm. what i i'm struggling with the simulator genre that we have now found ourselves in i uh, everything is a simulator um yep. and i don't i don't i don't get it um like well, there's we what, have do- goat we have um untitled goose game uh yeah. deer simulator We've what's got- the one where you're literally like spraying your house down like spray uh power simulator sim- yeah, power wash yeah like are you kidding me like it just it's just a little bit i don't know i don't know what the, i don't know what this trend in this craze is and i don't think like, like a simulator the battle royale trend now like i don't want this <laughs> nobody asked for this apparently the power washing simulator is quite a zen game to play it's kind of like you just go that. and you but yeah not for me i don't like power washing outside anyways yeah yeah been in the uk it's never a nice experience no um but yeah, the, the next game in, is Before We Leave, and that is a city building game set in a cozy corner of the universe. You get to nurture your people and their surroundings while rebuilding and rediscovering civilizations, um, set on new lands and planets while avoiding hungry space whales. When I looked at the mm. video of this game, I think it's one that Nick will like. I think it's very mm. much his, his kind of um, not quite RPG, but very sandbox build a world style thing. Um, and it looks very hexagonal based, so it looks like it, you, you can alter and change what you want to do. So it, it does look very cool to play. The graphics looked nice, and the soundtrack sounded good. So um, I think next week when Nick's on, it might be something that he's either played or will be looking to play. Nice. That's awesome. And then the next one is Mortal Shell, the Enhanced Edition. And this is an action-packed role-playing video game with a very strong medieval monster-bashing theme to it. So it's like... Um, Breath of the Wild, but like the adult version rather than the 
children's Nintendo version. Sure. <laughs> so it's quite it's gory. There's quite dark. Um, and the enhanced version runs at 4K 60 frames a second with all the different nice like textures and ray tracing and stuff like that. Looks really nice on the Series X. Unfortunately, if you have the Series S, it only runs at 30 frames a second. So, mm. But it looks like a very cool game to get into. Um, I I liked the look of it. It's Yeah, it's not quite bush and button mashing Hyrule Warriors style game play, but close. Yeah, nice. That sounds great. Oh. Uh, the Golden Ticket. So these are games with gold that you can get with your gold subscription. Um, moving out, which we've still got, um, and that's running from the first of November to the end of the month. Um, that's a very zen laid back unboxing simulator. So there you go. That's another one of the simulator. Yeah, mo- moving out's a great game. It's a great. Uh, it's very overcooked in the kind of. So if you're uh, if you like family chaos games um like my family does i'd recommend it over or uh, sorry moving out um yeah we've definitely we have that one here on the switch and have played it before and definitely a bit of fun i'd recommend it yeah i've got moving out mixed out with mixed up with unpacking so that's my bad but yeah moving that's out okay. is that yeah physics yeah. it's the funny physics game isn't it, it gets throw furniture mm-hmm. through the window so that's my yep. bad. uh kingdom two crowns is available from now until the 15th of december uh, that's a side-scrolling micro-strategy game with a very minimalist feel. Um, it's a really nice pixelated art style game. And like looking at the, the stills and watching the trailer gameplay of it, it looks very nice. It looks very looks very well presented for mm. a small indie game. So mm-hmm. in that, you get to play the role of a monarch atop their steed and recruit local subjects, build your kingdom, and protect it from the greedy creatures looking to steal your coins and crown. It feeds right into my two like side scroller kind of adventure style game nice and then the last one that's there is lego batman 2 i don't need to say right a lot about that apart from in lego lego batman, batman. what more do you yeah. need to say break blocks collect bits lots of different superheroes batman be, be, yeah batman. so and what's coming new last week i kind of did a bit of digging and found some rumors that we might be getting like um, Dead Rising 4, a couple mm. of other like big names like that. And apparently they were all rubbish. Xbox have kind of turned around and gone, no, we're not doing that. So what's coming next is The Escapists 2, uh, which is like the top-down kind of mm. 2D, 3D style um, game where basically I think in the first one you were in a prison, you were to try and escape. This one I think is the same, but it's a different style prison. I think it's more yep. desert open world type stuff. Uh, that's December 1st to December 13th. The next game is Orcs Must Die. That's December 1st to December 30th. I didn't do a right lot of digging into that. I didn't like the cover art. And I assume it's just going to be a big battle royale style. Run through so. a lot of Orcs and beat them up. Uh, Tropico 5, that's December 16th to January 15th. Um, that, I think, was a Game Pass game for a while and disappeared. So... Mm. If you haven't didn't have a chance to play it with Game Pass, um, you can get it for free. Still, yeah, good opportunity to jump in. An insanely twisted Shadow Planet. I had, couldn't find a right lot of information about this very quickly, and I knew it was one that I needed to do. So, not insane clown posse. Insanely twisted Shadow Planet. Insane, insane clown posse is definitely something different. Yes, definitely. Uh, it's a shooter Definitely puzzle video game. Yeah, so it's a shooter puzzle video game developed by Shadow Planet Productions and published by the Microsoft Studios for the Xbox 360. So it actually might be quite a good game. It's very 2D, dark, kind of like hand-drawn style artwork. Mm. So it could be quite an interesting one to pick up as well. But yeah, that nice. runs December 16th, day before my birthday, till the end of December, December 30th. So I did, did. I couldn't find the direct date for that. I kind of had to add, add the days up. So, um, and things that are coming on the horizon for Game Pass. Um, we finally have kind of like a release date and release date trailer and footage of Evil Genius Two World Domination, and that is a spy-fi lair builder where players take control of an evil genius and set their plans for world domination into motion. When it feels the good to be bad, the forces of justice don't stand a chance, and that's going to be available on cloud, console, and PC. It looks like a bit of a crazy um, 
animated style shell shaded game to play and you, you can give it a go because it's on cloud so there you go <laughs> have to jump into it yeah and the next one is mind scanners that's available the 30th of november and that is a retro futuristic uh, simulator where you diagnose the citizens of a dystopian metropolis locate a host of otherworldly creatures and use arcade style treatment devices to help them uh, you can manage your time and resources to keep your structure in balance and uh, remember you take full responsibility for your patients so i think it's a bit of a surgeon sim but mm-hmm. futuristic based with really weird tools um and that's also available on cloud console and pc nice so yeah that's that's about it for what's new and uh, what's coming soon the what's leaving soon is still exactly the same so everything that'll leave by the end of this month is call of the sea fifa 19 football managers haven hello neighbor Mark Red, um, Cyberpunk Bartender Action, and Destiny 2. And they're all leaving by as late as December the 8th. Okay. So, but yeah, that's about it. That's We've, we've kind of hit, I, I thought it was a slow news day, but we kind of went quite deep with the uh, the Halo and cloud-based stuff to play. So, yeah. Thank you very much for joining me, Justin. You've, you've made a, a solo podcast for this week a hell of a lot more interesting. Yeah, solo podcasting is a bit hard. Well, thanks for having me, Sean. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's great to connect. Uh, thanks for thanks for you and, and Nick for the awesome work you guys are doing over at Game Pass. Uh, also, thank you so much for the work that you both did for Extra Life and our fundraising. That has been absolutely tremendous, and I'm so happy that you're participating in that. Uh, thank you for being our Xbox spokespeople uh, <laughs> in our community and answering those questions and engaging our community. Uh, and I'm just so happy that uh, that you guys are at the helm on it as well. Um, like I said, because of your enthusiasm, because of uh, the content that you've created, I've been drawn more in the Xbox world with it as well. Uh, so I, I appreciate it as well. So thank you so much for having me. So if Uncle Phil ever wants to send some kind of small amounts of royalties or free stuff, I'm always welcome. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I will. I'll see what I can swindle there. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, as always, the socials for us are at Game Pass News, and that's over at Twitter, YouTube, or Twitch. If you're listening to this, and unfortunately, because of technical issues this week, the only way you're going to be listening to this is via YouTube or your usual podcasting services. Please give us some feedback, comments, likes, subscribe to us, YouTube, because uh, that's our next big goal. We've got as affiliate. We now want the the ability to push to YouTube as well. Um, if you want to talk to Justin, uh, and myself, Nick, or any of the Nintendo dads, or any of the great community members out there, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo dads. Uh, little as a dollar a month, you can join in on all the action. Uh, that's it. So, Justin, thank you very much for joining me again. And thank everyone you. else, we hope you're great. Until next time, see you later. Bye-bye.